Hi, beautiful people. My name is Wajid. I'm a speaker, healer, actor, and teacher. And you are listening to the Us People podcast featuring the fabulous, amazing Savia Rocks. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of the Ask People podcast. I'm your host, Savio Rox, and today I'm humbled to have Wajid here with me, who is very creative, I must say, who is a speaker, healer, actor, teacher, and more recently, which I'm honoured to say, an author. Wajid, thank you so much for taking your time to come on the Ask People podcast. How are you? Doing great, Savia. Thank you for uh, inviting me on your show. It's a pleasure. It's an absolute pleasure to have you on. I feel zen even before we've started, which is always nice. So I always ask every single guest that comes on my show this first question. And anybody who's listened to the podcast is sure going to know. My first question for you is, could you tell me a little bit about your background of where you grew up, but also how did that influence you to be the person who you are today? Um, yeah, I've, I've led a very interesting and varied life, Savia. And uh, I was born in Pakistan and my parents moved to England when I was three years old. And uh, <clears throat> we lived in the north of England near Manchester for about till, uh, till the age of 10. And then uh, I moved to London. They moved to London and then I attended high school in the east end of London uh, in Hackney. Um, so um, from there, I got a formal education, uh, got into the technical field, became a field service engineer for a large company based in Birmingham. Uh, so I used to go around southern England. And then from there, I um, <clears throat> I got the opportunity to, to move to, to America, uh, which I did uh, primarily to Los Angeles and um, was in Los Angeles for over 30 years. Um, got out of the technical field, got into um, acting and comedy. Yeah, I like that. Changed my whole concept. Uh, And then uh, just recently um, moved to uh, North Carolina. So I'm based here in Raleigh now uh, for the last few years. So that's where I am. I'm at right now. I have to ask you the question, what made you, because you have so many years and so many different things, but what actually made you transition over to comedy and voiceovers? Because this is something that I really want to know. Um, great question, Savia. I, um, when I was in high school, I got up in front of the school uh, and made everybody laugh. And my I was 15 at the time, and my um, <clears throat> drama teacher Francis McGee, she said to me, she said, you're a natural, get into comedy and acting and, you know, go, go to an acting school. Um, so I, uh, you know, but my parents, my, especially my father would have nothing to do with it. You know, it was like math and science. They were immigrants and they, they, didn't, they didn't understand creativity. So I, I kind of let it go. And uh, it was only, it was in uh, around 1997, when I was in LA, and my uh, my own spiritual guru, my yogi master, Dr. George King, uh, passed away. And uh, at that time, I um, I had a little <clears throat> computer repair shop in Hollywood. Um, and uh, she said to me, she said, "Well, I kind of got into a deep depression." So she said to me, "Well, you know, you always wanted to do acting and comedy. Why don't you?" Why don't you do that? Get, maybe get out of your depression. So I started taking stand-up uh, comedy classes, found out I was I was still funny, even at a later <laughs> age, and started hitting the open mics in uh, the Laugh Factory comedy store. And then this woman comes into my sh- into my shop and I repair an Apple computer and she kept looking at me and I finally said, why, why do you keep staring at me? And she said, well, she said, I'm a casting director. And I said, so I didn't know what a casting director was. And she said, well, let's see if we can get you an agent. So she got me an agent for commercials. I started booking commercials and then from there I got another agent started booking uh, parts in uh, movies and sitcoms. So I guess it was meant to be. (laughs) Yeah, most definitely. If something is meant to be in your life, it will surely come to you. And even if you try and run away from it, it will run right back after you. 
But how did that how did that make you feel knowing that you were on this path and all of a sudden it changed? So you were in depression and it was like a sign from somebody who was clearly looking out for you and said you're gonna do comedy. Yeah, I, I really believe um that our destiny sometimes is mapped out for us before we before I think before we're even born. And we have to and I think we were talking earlier you know about life's experiences and yeah. we go through we go through tremendous ups and downs uh in, in our in our cases these days more more downs than ups <laughs> but <laughs> but you know they're all they're all uh challenges they're all karmic challenges i don't think they're designed to punish us i think they're designed to make us uh, wiser beings because pain they say is the cornerstone Yes. of spiritual spiritual growth so um if we understand that and you me and everybody on the planet has gone through a tremendous amount of ups and downs but we're better people for it don't you agree i totally agree i I've, i think i've been through enough to know that ups and downs have made me such a wiser but also peaceful person mm-hmm. and we're definitely right. going to get onto peace a little bit later but my next question for you is can you tell me who you see when you look in the mirror. But on the flip side of that question, has there ever been a moment in your life where you have looked in the mirror and not recognized the person staring back at you? How did that feel? Uh, great question. Um, many times I've put myself down. I've com- commend- condemned myself for not doing things. I can. I put myself down for, for mistakes and, and people I heard in the past. And so... Uh, you know, slowly I'm coming to terms. They say, as you grow older, you become wiser. Yes. And so at, at one time, I couldn't even look at myself in the mirror, you know. Um, now I can. Uh, there's an inner peace, uh, and that goes with, uh, <clears throat> you know, what I've been doing for many, many years, which is healing, mysticism, spirituality, following yes. my own yogi master, Dr. George King, and uh, and his... Uh, organization the ethereal society so um i am today i can look at myself in the mirror and smile and uh, so for those who are facing these kind of challenges just keep having faith keep moving on and everything if you have the faith in whatever whatever uh principle that you believe in um just keep on keep keep the faith and everything will work itself out despite everything despite what you're going through and and i can attest to it and so 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 can you sabi i can feel that for sure (laughs) i'm humbled but you actually said that because yes most definitely i can most definitely so i know you spoke about i'm sure this next question i know one of the influences that you are going to say but if there were anybody in the world that you can say has been one of the biggest influences in your life for you to become the person who you are, who would you say and why? Well, of course, it has to be my yogi master who I discovered in London back in when I was 16 years old. <clears throat> I was raised primar- primarily as a Muslim. I went to uh, to the mosque, read the Quran, did the Arabic prayers. But as you know, you know, in England, at that time, I, I think things have changed, but they have Church of England schools, and I attended those um, where there was a Bible study, uh, hymns, carols, and so I got I got the best of both worlds, both in Islam and Christianity, and I love both faiths. Uh, I just um, I didn't care for the dogma. Yeah. Uh, I, I like the I like the leaders of the of the religions. I don't care for the dogma, and it was then that I found my own yogi master and uh, been following him for over 40 years now wow time flies it's it's absolutely amazing when you know that you found something that you know you connect with obviously for me it's, it's buddhism and, and spirituality which i love and this is why i'm i love talking to you because I know that you'll understand exactly where I'm coming from with spirituality, awakening, empowerment and all these things. But my next question for you is talk to me more about spirituality, because this is something I would love to share with the listeners who are listening. Can you talk? Can you break down in your version, in your way, what spirituality means to you? I've I've heard a great I had a great statement recently that uh, 
that religion is for is for those people who uh, who are trying very hard uh, not to go to hell, and uh, spirituality okay. is for those who, who's already been there, you know. And so, um, so spirituality is is the molding of the soul uh, uh, through through experience to 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 raise the consciousness, the vibration, and you know, my yogi master said. And many others have said as well that the only reason we're here on this planet, we're not here to suffer. You know, uh, this is a beautiful classroom. The suffering and the conditions that, that are on this planet is our own doing. We can't blame any uh, divine source or any God for, for the conditions that are on our planet. But the only reason we're, we're here is to is to uh, is to achieve high states of consciousness, nirvana, cosmic consciousness, um, and then eventually break the cycle of reincarnation, which I'm a strong believer of. I think everybody in the world needs to know that's a, that's a truth that also uh, has been, has been the, the, the higher beings that contacted my master have said that reincarnation has to be reintroduced back to the planet and so um and then we ascend to from from cosmic consciousness to higher levels and that's our heritage it's not to suffer it's not to be in pain it's not wars and pollution and all these things that we created this is our own doing this is our own karma and so uh we have to make that change nobody can make it for us we as a as, a, as an entity, as mankind as a whole, have to make that change. No, no more, well, it was them, it's because of them, and blaming others. It's time right now with the state of the world as it is and the great change that is coming, mm -hmm. a beautiful a beautiful change that is coming. Uh, it's time for us to roll up our spiritual sleeves and take action for everybody. The question that I do want to add, which possibly adds on to what you've just said, is how do we as human beings or as spiritual beings, the ones who have the power to be able to control society and the ones who don't have the power to control society or get it to a place where it can be beautiful, how, what would your advice be to those beings in the world to overcome the people who have the power so that it's not that we're fighting against them it's just that we can come to a place of peace how do you believe that we as beings can come to that place well you know uh, most people know now that over the centuries we've we've been molded and hypnotized and you know um by by the by the few who control the power uh, through media, through um, religions, and through many other ways, um, and so um, I think we've we've come to, we've come to a stage now where people have talked. They said the Mayan calendar finished in 2012. Yes, uh, it wasn't the actually the end of the world. It was actually the beginning of a new age for mankind. Um, astrologically speaking, we're all influenced by the planet planets and this is now the age of aquarius the age of aquarius is pushing mankind to raise uh, it, its vibrations and to be of service and so the next move is going to be um a, a spiritual mental revolution a peaceful one uh, because we know that wars bombing other people and and you know thoughts are real so sending thought energy vibrations uh to people that you know that we can't stand uh, hasn't worked you know yes. um as, as mahatma gandhi said you know an eye for an eye makes the whole world blind and so now what we have to do is um we, you know, we are spiritual beings in physical bodies. It's not the other way around. And so we've regressed over the centuries. We, we, we were actually highly cultured, highly spiritual at one time, um, you know, studying the true history of mankind, civilizations that we belong to. And now what we need to do is draw that inspiration, uh, you know, instead of looking down at our iPhones to the gloom and doom, yes. uh, we need to look up to the skies, to the heavens and look for inspiration. And the only the only solution and 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 and, and anybody can do it. Dr. King was asked back in the 70s when they had their oil embargo and there was this shortage of oil 
And he said, well, there's only one energy crisis on this planet, and that's the spiritual energy crisis. He says, if you solve that crisis, all other crises between countries and even in your personal life will automatically be resolved. So um, if your listeners, uh, your listeners may find this something uh, like new in their lives, but what we need to do as a healer, I've been channeling spiritual energy or pranic energy that comes from the sun. Uh, so the same energy that the master Jesus used to help heal you know, uh, the sick, make the blind see. Those are, those are, these are very, these, this is a very tangible energy. And if your listeners, you know, want to, they, all they have to do is visualize a brilliant white light coming down through their brain, over their shoulders, and just send it out from the heart, the psychic heart center in the palms of the hand and send it out as a stream to help everybody on this planet. So that's the calling these days. And if people are new to this, um, I belong to a group that we do this on a daily basis. There are people over 50 countries and we send out the light. And um, so if people are interested, it's free. They can, they can go to the website 12blessings.org and learn how they can channel this energy. So to me, Savia, and uh, to anybody who's listening, that's the only way that we as a people can, will be empowered um, to, 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 because we're all connected. And, yes. you know, uh, th that's the problem. That right now there's hatred between races, there's hatred between religions, uh, there's political division. Everywhere you look, there's just division, division. Everybody is fighting against each other. And, and the time has come now to unify on a spiritual and again, I don't believe on a religious because I believe religions have caused more murder and mayhem through history than than probably any other, I agree. Uh, um, you know, phenomena. But well, politics uh, aside, but um, uh, it's we're all connected. We're, we all we're all in different positions, different races, different religions. We're all here for experience, uh, but we all bleed red. And now it's time to send out white light. You're my kind of people. You're definitely my kind of people. Can you talk to me about, I love this question because for me, I practice this every day. So could you tell me about the difference in your opinion of what unconditional love is and conditioned love? What did the two mean to you and how do you use your energy to channel the two? Well, unconditional love is from the mother to the child because the child will never be able to repay what the mother has given, <clears throat> has done for the child. That's that's one aspect of unconditional love. Uh, another aspect of unconditional love is, is um, I believe, along with many, many people, including most in, in indigenous tribes, uh, the so-called savages uh, around the planet, people in Africa, Australia, you know, the Native Americans, they believe, um, well, they know, not believe, they know that our Mother Earth is a highly spiritual goddess who's, who's, who's um, sustained us uh, for millions of years and all we've done is rape her for her resources and polluted her body. Um, again, that's a, that's a cosmic aspect of unconditional love. Um, in these days, um, in society, generally, most people will do something on on the on the on the rebound. Well, okay, if I did this for you, well, I expect something from you, and so uh, that that is conditional love. So uh, unconditional love is sending out uh, the spiritual power to every you know to all life streams and not expecting anything back. But at the same time, when you do send that out by the law of action reaction. Uh, all the energy you send out has to, by law, come back to you. So it's it's yes. it's a double. It's 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 a win-win situation. So you send out hate, and it will affect the auras of the people that you hate. It will have it will damage them. And so part of us is not only control our physical um, aspect; is also control our mental and psychic and spiritual aspects. And uh, again, this is our inheritance heritage to send out the light. See, I love that. It's. I think some people might find this hard to understand because 
spirituality comes from within. The energy comes from within and it comes out. Which brings me to your book also, which is... Talk to me about your book because this is something that I do want to understand. I want to understand your mindset of why you feel that there was a gap in in all the books that you've possibly read for you to write this book, which I do believe, correct me if I'm wrong, okay, is the struggle for struggle the struggle for world sanity. If that's correct. Yes. Right? Yeah. It's such a strong title. It says so much just in the title. But could you tell me about the book? But and but also how was you feeling when you wrote this book? And what energy did you want to channel to people for them to buy this book and read it? Yeah, I th- it's a labor of love. Uh, you know, I don't think any author makes any money um, writing books these days. There's, there's thousands of them out there. And so the inspiration wasn't to be a, a famous writer and make money because uh that would probably not going to happen anyway. Uh, but when I, I did know. write the book, uh, when I did write the book, um, uh, again, it's the creative process. When you write, uh, it, it took it, it didn't take me very long to write the book because because with writing or any creative process, you can't force it. It has to it has to come through. Yeah. And so um, so it just it, it flowed through, and I wrote it uh, actually three years ago over three years ago and never really got it published and uh just took a while took a while and then finally um uh, with the help of a friend and a few other people i got it published last year and it was very interesting that when it got published it, it reached uh, number one bestseller on amazon uh, you know, for, for 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 two categories first mysticism and spirituality and second was uh, ufos so of course it didn't stay number one but it 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 showed me, Savia, that people are very interested in these uh, subjects. Yes. And so certain experiences I had at a younger age, I've never, I, I never relayed uh, to them. I had a, a, a unique encounter with a UFO when I was 18 in England. And again, I kept all these to myself. I had experiences with my yogi master. And then also um, I go into uh, our past our true past our present and our future and uh what we have to do as a race uh to to rise and 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 there's a sense of urgency right now for writing the book because this is the beginning of the end for mankind and if people people don't uh you know um Rise their raise their vibration. Another aspect of this rise is also that the Mother Earth is also raising her vibrations, yes. and she she every year is is being told to 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 go back to her evolutionary status, which she regressed by taking on mankind eighteen million years ago. Yes. So the ionosphere is slowly coming down. The cosmic rays are intensifying. So don't believe that all this uh, climate change is to do with uh, carbon emissions and pollution. That's just a small aspect of it. This tremendous weather changes is, 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 is conforming to her changing as well. And we've been told uh, <clears throat> by the higher beings that contacted my master and my master himself that, that in the new age to come, there will be a temperate climate. There won't, the four, there won't be four seasons. So around the planet, there will, it will be a temperate climate similar to that of you know in Hawaii, um, and so the, these are the conditions that are happening right now over the over the centuries. There will be a beautiful uh, weather pattern around the around the planet, <clears throat> and a new age that will that will not might that's been seen by the seers of old uh, of of where there was there's not going to be wars. There's not going to be uh, countries. Uh, or a political system or nuclear weapons, all that will be dispensed. And so it's up to us to earn that place in this new age that is coming. I've noticed that people, especially because of the weather lately, people are finding it extremely hard to cope in hot weather. When the weather changed, like you said to me, the weather's going to be like Hawaii, for example. How do you feel that people are going to cope knowing that the climate in years to come and it's not too far from now that this will happen how do you feel that people are gonna be able to survive 
because there's so many things in the world that are happening is there's the food uses use that that we're doing because we're over eating they're saying for example and then there's the weather and then there's so many other aspects of things how do you feel in in even 20 or 30 years from now how do you feel that people will be surviving what do you think people will be doing do you think it will be the same well it's going to probably get worse before it gets better the ice ice caps are melting there will be flooding to certain to countries certain countries there will be there will be flooded um and so there is going to be a lot of turmoil so in in this turmoil there's still hope we've never been left alone and so uh, again you know the answer is to send out the spiritual energy we send out the spiritual energy we can help the climate change uh we can we can uh, align ourselves with this uh vibrational uh, uh this spiritual vibration that's that's occurring so um ag- again we have to just keep on sending out the light and have the faith that things work themselves out and they will work themselves out that's true. but you're you're right overpopulation uh <clears throat> how we you know what we're doing to domesticated animals uh all these things uh the endless wars yes uh, all this strife um you know it, it's either i it, i believe that it's either we conform or we will well it's not it's not what i believe it's what i've been told based on my own research and again i'm not here to throw any ide- ideology to your listeners of course uh, I, I i just said to your listeners do what i did and do your own research uh keep an open mind use your intuition which i wrote in the book is the best lie detector ever created and and make your own decisions and so um yeah, for those who don't conform, I don't think they will be allowed to live on this planet. I think they will reincarnate on yes. another younger world in this solar system. That's my belief. Which which brings me on to the next subject nicely, where I talk about forgiveness. So forgiveness is such a powerful tool. I believe we should practice because it helps us as beings to... Be more at peace and kindness and unconditional love, which we have spoken about. But what does forgiveness mean to you and how important do you feel forgiveness is in everybody's lives to have? That You know, that could be a four-hour subject, forgiveness, because it's so, so powerful. Um, You know... um, it, it, it's 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 critical on the spiritual path forgiveness um you know a, a great example was that was the great master jesus who forgave those who who put him on the cross um that's the ultimate forgiveness i um um i think it has to start personally with forgiving myself uh and being kind to myself and starting and start to love myself because you can't forgive anybody else if you haven't forgiven yourself That's so true. i had to start with the inner inner searching uh and and look at my own you know uh defects and my own misunderstandings so that has to start and then from there you know uh reaching out and then uh forgiving those who who first of all I wronged and then forgive forgiving those who wronged me so you always have to look at your part you, you can't just like say that. oh I'll, you know I'll, I'll forgive those who wronged me no you have to start with forgiving the, uh, those that you wronged as well so again you know we're human we all have weaknesses we all make mistakes and and then it has to be on a global scale you know countries and and political ideologies and religions are not willing to forgive yeah and they're not willing to forgive they hold on to these resentments they hold on to these angers and i heard it's like you know anger and resentment is like taking poison and hoping the other person dies Mm. you know and so we have to uh, again an aspect of raising our vibration is that once we open up the the channel in our heart center i think forgiveness kind of automatically happens because a, lo- a lot of the likes and dislikes and uh you know all those go out of the window once you once you get onto a spiritual vibe which 
I'm yeah. sure you've, you've experienced yourself and your experience and your That's listeners definitely. have experienced in meditation, uh, you know, so going within is, in, is just as important as going with, as, 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 as sending out. So it's a balance of both. We can't, always get going to within because, because that becomes selfishness but it's important to go within maybe go into nature recharge your batteries you know become one with the mother earth those things are very important and then at the same time uh, send these fruits of your wisdom out to other people who are languishing in in their own misery i love that i totally love that one question I do love to ask people, which I don't really hear very much on any show really, is could you tell me who do you believe has been one person who has given you the best chance in life for you to be the person who you are today? Um, I think there's been inspiration uh, from from masters, from teachers, um, and and the thing is, uh, you can listen to all the cosmic truth that you want, and you can listen to self realization tapes, or you can listen to inspiration. Um, but the but in the end, you know, we're all sparks of the divine. In the end, uh, the only person that can really make a change is yourself. True. And so, you know, uh, it, it requires effort. People not willing to make effort because the spiritual path is hard. It's not easy. Um, so, so the change. So the person that, that I would say is my is my higher self, my higher power, um, that's within me. And so, if you know, if we listen to this small, still small voice within us that tells us what's right or wrong and be guided by it, uh, we, we can raise ourselves up from many, many um, situations which are, which, are, which are baffling us, which we're struggling through. And I don't know anybody on the planet who's not going through some kind of challenge right now if it's not in health or money or, or relationships or whatever. Everybody's going through this a challenge right now. And again, it's a case of, you know, drawing strength. Uh, and all, all the great teachers have said that we have to draw the strength from within. Yes. And once we draw that strength from within, uh, we can channel it out and make, make ourselves better people and also help raise other people as well. Can you tell me about a time where you have been through an obstacle in your life, but the fact that you have your book, how did your book help you with an obstacle that is related to your life? Um, it's very interesting. Uh, a few years ago, I... Um, I had uh, had an accident. I had a concussion, which which uh, actually messed me up many ways. And uh, it was through while I was going through that, um, it was one of the reasons I, I came to North Carolina uh, to recoup and stay with family. Um, but I published the book at the same time. <laughs> Everything happens for a reason. And I, I published the book, started getting interviews, and, you know, I, it was actually a good way of helping in my recovery um, that I didn't think of myself. I wrote the book so that other people can be inspired. So uh, so when you when people are going through, like if you're going through an, an injury or a disease, if you have cancer or if, if all these things, if you're going through that, um, my, my suggestion is what I did is... Um, like when I had my concussion, I sent out prayers to all those who have brain injuries around the world, and and if I went and I went through a lot of um, fear, anxiety, depression, and so I sent out so I I sent out power to those who are going. So whatever you're going through, uh, send out energy to to those thousands of they were also going through the same that you're going through so detach from yourself go out and send that power out so if you're in fear send out energy to those who are in fear and again by law all that energy comes back and when i do when you do that 
um, it makes it, it actually makes your burden um, a lot more uh, lighter True. than when you than when you just always stuck in self and and into the why me and the victim mode and we can always go into that but the spiritual path is about bravery and sending out power and taking action and uh, people are not some people are not willing to do that i could easily i could have easily stayed in bed for 12 14 hours True. which i did at, at one time and then eventually i had to say you know what i gotta i gotta take care of this so it comes back to the old saying you know god helps those who help themselves that's true and um and again have the faith and so uh, having gone through that which i don't want anybody to go through um i also helped my sister who was going through cancer and i gave her healing and she went into remission so all these things are very very important to do is to get out get out of self and the less you think about yourself and think about others uh, automatically things get better for you i love that i really do love that Talk to me about yoga, because this is another subject I would like to get onto. How do you feel that yoga and meditation help in the spiritual form? Well, of course, yoga means union with God. Yes. And uh, my yogi master uh, spent uh, over 10 years uh, after the war. He was a section leader in the London Fire Brigade. And he, uh, after the war all this suffering really affected him and then premonitions from his past. He got into serious yoga study to the point where he was doing uh, yoga practice, not just Hatha physical yoga, but breathing, uh, mantra, uh, where he got into deep states of, uh, of consciousness and, um, you know, to the point where he could Eventually, he did it for 10 years. Uh, he was doing eight to nine hours a day uh, on top of uh, his regular job, which at that time was a, a London cab driver. And then eventually he reached to the point as, where he was actually contacted by beings from other worlds and were relayed messages, uh, which gave the, which, which is a tremendous amount of hope and inspiration. So uh, uh, the, the yoga is a complete science. And and the, what the beings or the cosmic masters uh, from from the other dimension, other planets, they said that uh, in the future uh, there'll be for for mankind uh, in order to to evolve and and become healthy in many ways, mentally, physically, and spiritually, uh, yoga is 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 the true science of well of well-being yes. of inner being and so uh they said that yoga they said chromotherapy which is the healing of the color of light um homeopathy uh, all these things these natural natural uh you know um it's important medicine is important i think drugs are important Hospitals in porn, but a lot of the medicines have tremendous, terrible side effects. Yeah. Um, but but the natural way, you know, uh, herbs, spiritual healing, yoga, all these things will be the new new um, medicine uh, for the new age. I don't think they'll, they'll they will have um, uh, the kind of medicine that we have right now, which uh, I know in America is all about making money yes and it's and it's nothing to do with compassion yes so yes you know if you, if you don't have insurance in this country uh, you're in big trouble so which i've seen and it saddens my heart to know that they would rather let somebody die because you haven't got insurance or money to pay and yeah. the world never used to be like that before it was just about saving somebody's life Yes. making sure they live to tell their story and have their journey but now because of like you said things have to get worse before they get better so we have to go through this transition in the world to make people realize that wealth is not important the only wealth you need is in your heart and in your being but people of power manipulate um people to make you think that money is power and that's not true this is just my opinion it doesn't mean i'm correct like you said go out and do your research go out and have experiences in life and these will help you because they've helped me but from what i've seen on a day-to-day -day basis 
I see a lot of being being manipulated. It could be by social media. It could be by politics, like you say. It could be by anything. And what they do, news, for me, um, they inflict fear into people. And what does fear do? Fear makes people comply. You'll comply to what people say and you'll follow. And there's so many things I can go on about. Maybe I could talk about this for four hours. <laughs> but there's so many things that I could go on about. But that's definitely what you said is true. So what is the best advice you have ever received from someone? And how has it helped you through your journey through life? Well, um, my master said, that uh, the greatest gift that you can give anybody, the greatest gift you can ever give anybody is wisdom. And, um, and those who hide the truth are, 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 are causing, you know, are causing a, a very bad cosmic crime by hiding the truth. And, you know, he, he also, when he, when he, when he went up on the platform to, he always made a, um, uh, you know, a solemn oath before he's created that he would speak the truth. He said, if, uh, if you want to know the truth, you have to speak the truth. It exactly. made him very, very unpopular. Truth these days makes people unpopular. Uh, lies actually make people popular. Yeah. So we have to distinguish, differentiate between truth and lies. And I, I also agree with you, Savi, that fear is being used as a weapon. Yes. Uh, by, by the dark, darker forces. I believe there is a, battle behind the scenes between the forces of darkness and the forces of light and so fear is 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 the is a weapon to control the masses to keep them in fear which will keep them in under control so we have to and, and another thing uh, that another quote that i heard which i think i think is beautiful as well is that uh is that the biggest sin uh on this planet is ignorance yes Oh, because pe people people do things out of ignorance and so if they were enlightened if they were given the wisdom uh like the wisdom of the truth of reincarnation they would think twice before they went to war somebody told them to go to war thinking that the person that they're going to murder could have been their brother or sister or, or mo mother or father in their last life so these are the things that that, that mankind needs to be given is is wisdom I like that. I definitely do. What are you most proud of that you stand for as a being on this world? Um, I, I'm proud that I can be of service. I have I have tools in my life uh, that I you know I used to watch TV and think how can I how how you know how can I help suffering children how how can i help stop these wars um and so i'm i'm proud that i've i've received these teachings through my yogi master and, and my my chosen path with the, which is the ethereal society that now i you know i i don't have to feel despondent when i see crisis in the world i can send out a light and i can honestly say to myself that i'm doing because again one thing your listeners can do, they can go and stand in front of a mirror, raise their hands and send this uh, white light to the mirror. It will reflect from the mirror and you can feel a tingling around your fingers and your aura. So this is not a hocus pocus thing. This is a very tangible energy, uh, a different octave from electricity. So it, it is a real energy that is really critically needed right now. And so I'm proud that I, I had the opportunity that I can send out this power, which again, every man, woman and child can also do as well on the planet. Most definitely. I'm a big music fan and I know you are very creative too. If there was one song that you could think of that you would say is the soundtrack of your life, what song would you choose but also, why would you choose that particular song? The, the first thing that came into mind was Imagine by John Lennon. Oh, that's a good that's, 
that's just I just use my intuition and I, you know that's the first thing that came in I like that. was imagine and we so we have to imagine uh, a world uh, that that you know that will be living together in peace and harmony we have to we have to visualize uh, that there will be no wars that there will be um, uh, no pollution that there will be no weaponry uh, and and all these things will be transmuted, but it starts from the mind. You know, imagination, uh, I've been told, is our greatest creative faculty because everything on this planet that we see was imagined first. It, was in, it started in the mind of somebody. That's true. You know, the microphone you're talking to. The, the the zoom connection all these things were in the were, were started in the mind or the imagination of somebody and brought it into material manifestation so the more we imagine uh, the more we visualize creativity creative things they will eventually they say ha- have to uh, manifest themselves physically yes on the material plane i love that i love that it's you know what it's the first time somebody has actually emphasized that in a form or in a way that people can understand it. Because I know there's a lot of people in the world where they don't understand necessarily the the creativity that maybe me or you will have in order to have a craft and build something and then make it realistic and come to life. Some people just think it just comes and out somewhere and where does that person get that imagination from? But I love the fact that you actually took time to explain that so that people can understand it. See, if you were stuck on an island and I said to you, you are allowed to bring with you one activist, one president and one musician, who would you bring to have a conversation with? Probably Pamela Anderson because I'll be lonely. (laughs) (laughs) We went from John Lennon to Pamela Anderson. <laughs> you gotta keep it light. You can't. You can't make it serious all the time, Savia. Oh, Come no. on. Oh hey, I know this. I'm a comedian at heart, so I know. I would have said someone else, but hey, but hey, well, listen. You won't need no. Listen, you won't have problems sleeping. I tell you right now. <laughs> You will have no problem sleeping. <laughs> you know, you won't even need a blanket. You'll have pillows. <laughs> You'll have pillows. What can I say? What can I say? You know, and this is how we lighten the mood. See, I like it. This is this. So you'll have Pamela Anderson, laughter, right? Laughter is the best medicine. So when all else, when all, the, you know, cancer patients... Uh, they did. They did a survey, and cancer patients, when they watched comedies and laughter and fun, they healed better. Of course, you do. So, so when when everything is down, you know, look up YouTube on some Tommy Cooper shows or something, Malcolm and Wise, or you know, one of those shows, and have a good have a good belly laugh. You know, it's good for the mind and soul. <laughs> I'm still thinking about your answer. <laughs> I know what I'm thinking about now is pillows. Hey, hey, that's fine with me. So you'll just take Pamela Anderson because you'll get lonely. So you don't want no activists. No, I definitely don't want an activist on, on the island. Absolutely not. What about musician? Because no. since you're with Pamela and you're going to get lonely, you need someone to play you some kind of music on there. Probably George Harrison. I love George Harrison. I would have loved to, have, you know, I think his music was awesome as well i think that'd be pretty cool yeah i'm just thinking of it now actually. i like this i like these spor- sporadic questions out of the blue i like that <laughs> no it's cool it's nice to be spontaneous in life it's some people everybody's different some people like to have everything prepared some people like to have a structure yeah but i can't do structures <laughs> not right. all the time so if you had an unlimited amount of money, what do you believe you would change in the world? Well, the people, the people who control the money, you know, 
uh, I heard that if you control the money, you control the world, and the world runs on money. And so this was actually asked uh, of my master once if he, you know, if he had unlimited amount of money, uh, he could, uh, he, uh, he said that he could use that influence uh, politically because, you know, with money is how you get on in power, um, the political sense. You don't, these days it's not about voting, it's how many millions of dollars you can raise in order to affect the vote. And I'm not talking about any particular country. I'm talking about the whole world. That's how it wo works. True. And money is power. And so um, uh, he said he would use that influence of, of, of the money that he got to stop nuclear uh, proliferation, to stop pollution, um, and, 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 um, and create you know, things that are beneficial for mankind. I mean, it's it's, it's a sad state of affairs that the, the, the greatest brains, the greatest scientific brains on this planet are all focused on the new weaponry, you know, how much destruction they can create on how fast these missiles or weapons can be. So it's a real shame. It's a real shame. Um, so um, that, that, you know, I, I would agree with my master. I would use that influence to the, the money to influence uh, a change in the in in the policies of the world for the better i like that i wish there was a way that we could bring your master back because he sounds epic well he hasn't gone i think all the great masters of this world that have come people like jesus buddha you know if you want if you want to follow any political leader Yes. Uh, follow follow these. That's what the that's what the cosmic masters that contacted my master said. They said we don't bring anything new. Uh, you know, go back to the spiritual laws, not the religious laws. The spiritual laws of thou shalt not kill. Be kind to one another. All these great teachers, Buddha, Patanjali, Lao Tse, Krishna, I Ching. Yes. Uh, these these are the. These are the leaders of the world, Mahatma Gandhi, yes. Martin, King, Martin Luther King Jr. I mean, these are the ones who's, who talked about nonviolence, who talked about, um, you know, uh, uh, and all, all the teachings are the same. If you, if you study any of the religions, they're all the same. There's no, they were just given in different eras, different cultures, different times, but all the teachings are exactly the same. It's true. And we just, we just have to go back to that our own ways you know we don't even have to believe in in a divine uh, source um, the cosmic masters like i say who man these uh vehicles that we talk about flying saucers or ufos which again is another subject on its own but they're actually beaming down energies to mankind on individual and collective basis and so they want us to raise our, ourselves up to the beings the gods because that's what we were at one time. We were yes. gods, and we just regressed. And and we and they're asking, come rise and join us and become the gods that we're supposed to be. You know, again, we're not supposed to be in this misery. We created it ourselves. I can't wait for it to change. I'm hopeful to know that it will change. I'm just waiting for the when and to see the change. But I'm sure we're seeing the change right now in front of our eyes. And sometimes we don't always realise it, but the change is there. So that's definitely yes. something I'm excited about seeing. If there was advice that you could give to individuals in the world, like you said, who could possibly be going through something and feel like them by themselves feel like they're stuck, feel like they need help, feel like they're, they don't exist in the world. What would your humble advice be to those people to tell them there is support, there is light, there is love and there is guidance out there for them? Well, having been through a lot of loneliness and despair myself and other, and most people have gone through that in their lives um i, I can just tell your listeners look you're, you're never alone um I, I think we're always been watched we've been watched through this through the centuries 
uh, by beings that are greater than us. We can't be alone because we have uh, we have within us a higher a higher aspect of our. We're not just you know we're we're different aspects of our bodies, and we have a higher power or, or inner divine consciousness. Some people talk about the Brahma within. Um, so we can't be alone if we if we know that we have a higher power um, that is within us. Um, and again, um, despair, loneliness, fear, anxiety, um, depression, all these things are an aspect of our, of our um, uh, especially on the spiritual path, you know, we've been told we... We have the valleys, the deep valleys, but we also have the peaks, and it's a case of going through the through the deep valleys, knowing that it it will not last forever. We're not given anything we can't handle. Uh, that's part of that's the law. I that agree. We're not with that. given anything we can't handle. Although it does seem overwhelming at one time, I thought I was just lost, but I kept my faith. I, I kept sending out the energy. I, I kept thinking about others. Uh, getting into service and, and getting out, out of your head is a good thing. Um, and, you know, for those who are going through tremendous pain and suffering right now, just remember that it, it's not it's not meant to last forever. And if you can reach out and help somebody else, it will help ease uh, the burden. And loneliness is, is a terrible disease right now. Psychologists have actually... Uh, categorized it as a disease and there's tremendous loneliness i mean people can have <clears throat> a thousand friends on facebook and still feel lonely true you know that is so true so, that is so true so that interaction hopefully now that covid is you know eventually coming going away that we've been in isolation for a year has caused a men, tremendous amount of anxiety and depression so again interacting exercise and socialize those are things that are very important my last question for you is is where can we find you on all your social medias where can we find your book i remember you said amazon but there might be other places where we can find you um, I'm 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 working on a, 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 a an author website. Uh, it hasn't. My friend is making it for me, so I can't I can't give that out right now. But I have a personal email if people want to contact me, which is uh, wajid w a j i d the number four uh, g k at gmail dot com. So they can contact me there if if they have any personal questions. And of course, uh, the book uh, "Struggle for World Sanity" is available on Amazon, on Kindle, print, and audiobook, which I narrated myself. So. See, I love when people do that. See, and that's exactly because you did voiceovers, so that would be perfect. Yeah, what you that would be perfect. I'm gonna listen to that. I'm definitely gonna awesome. listen to that. What you? I want to thank you so much for taking your time to find me also to find me and come on the us people podcast it's been an absolute spiritual journey which i am abundantly grateful for i appreciate you and i want to say thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing your knowledge your wisdom and your kindness on the us people podcast thank you thank you savia it was a real pleasure Perfect, guys. I want to thank you so much for listening to the Ask People podcast. And please remember, you can subscribe and listen to us on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, and any other platform that you prefer listening to. Please also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And you can also donate to the Ask People podcast on the Savvy Rocks website, or simply just type in paypal.me forward slash us people podcast guys thank you so much for listening stay happy stay positive and as always please continue to be kind to one another
I think it was beautiful. I think we uh, we uh, we were on the heart energy vibe together. It was very beautiful. Yeah, we we just I resonated with you before I even met you. I just picked it up. So you know, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I I, I love your energy, your creativity. It's beautiful. 